Good evening and welcome to The Pinkin Show number 169, our dedicated canary shenanigans that's ditched petals for preparations. I am Michael Bailey and we are live here from Carra Road as the lovely Norwich City Fan Social Club prepare for its evenings, this evening's Fans Forum with head coach Daniel Farker. Well, we may not get to spot the man himself, as to be said, but we still have loads to talk about, of course, in the next 40 minutes or so, including that dominant response at Bolton, the prospect of taking on one of the form sides in England this weekend, as well as your comments and questions, the current championship picture and touring Flip the Bird. Uh, we will do all of that in uh, the company of tonight's guests, who are Forces to Canaries chairman, friends of the show, Neville Townsend, and two fan social club volunteers who have uh, managed to find a free 40 minutes uh, to join us for the Pinkin Show. Davies, don't tell Diane. It is uh, Craig Bailey and, uh, Bailey and Mike Ward, or Mike and Bailey, which is going to get very confusing. Gents, um, all of you, how are you doing? Neville, are you well? I'm good, and you, Michael? Not bad at all. Thank you very much. I had to run here, but we're all fine. Mike, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you, Michael. And really looking forward to it. Now, uh, you threw me with your broad Yorkshire accent. What's going on there? Pardon? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, uh, I, uh, I came down here 30 years ago, but I've still retained my Yorkshire accent. So um, I'm here and I'm here to stay. That's brilliant. Well, you'll, you'll protect me in tough times, yeah. I'm sure, and I appreciate it. Craig, how are you? Yeah, really well, really well. Always nice to see someone on, on the show with a beard. Oh, thanks very much. It's a bit superstitious beard. We Is tend it? to do well when I've got a beard. So. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, why did you not have the beard on at times? Uh, just mistakes when trimming. <laughs> We've know. all been there. We've all been there. I think it city happens. captain, uh, former city captain Russell Martin did it himself as did well. So. Well, I'm in good company. Esteemed company. Uh, I've just noticed Wesley Mulan is behind you, Craig, which is yeah. nice because I, I hadn't uh, realised that she'd made the journey, so that was good. Obviously, I missed her from last week uh, in our Lancashire hot pad. Uh, okay, so that's all good. Uh, thanks, gentlemen. Loads more from the guys, of course. Uh, now, as is now the norm, it has to be said, touch wood, uh, we are live on Pinkin.com, on the Pinkin Facebook page, on Twitter, Periscope and YouTube. And over the course of the show, we want to hear from you, uh, be it how good you think Timu Puki is, uh, who is going to finish in the top two, your thoughts on Saturday's clash with Bristol City. But especially in light of tonight's event, and you guys can think about this too, we want to know the one thing you would ask or say to Daniel Farker if he was stood in front of you right now. Picture him here, not me. Talk to me. I am Daniel Farker. So we want to hear your thoughts. Uh, get all of those through to us here at the home of football. I'll agree to that. Uh, simply put, post your words below uh, the live feed on the Pink and Facebook page, the YouTube chat box, or a reply on the Pink and Twitter and Periscope streams. And I'll do all my best to, to keep track of all of those on my telephone. Uh, right, uh, we have been reunited with Onel Hornandez and Wesley Moulihan. I don't know if she's in shot. Is she in shot, Dan? She's in shot. That's good. Good to hear. That'll help massage her ego. Uh, and of course, this means it is now time for this week's. Who's doing this? Mike, are you doing it? Uh, now, Hernandez. So. Go on, go on. This week's No City Headlines. Yeah, seamless. The Wanderers return. We're back from the northwest, and Norwich City leave Bolton chasing shadows as they post a near perfect Preston response and sit top of the championship once again. It is 13 to go. A spot of bother, original pun. Uh, but it should have been more than four, of course. Kenny McLean makes it seven penalties and one goal. A shocker of a stat that's proving some pretty ridiculous suggestions uh, in terms of solutions. Uh, let's just hope the next one that really counts, Norwich score it with a penenka. 
the spy who find me. Uh, Leeds handed Hefty £200,000 fine after admitting they broke an EFL regulation. No points deduction, but that was never the aim anyway. And at least the matter is now publicly closed, leaving all excuses off the table. <coughs> Just a Jacob. Murphy helps West Brom win their game in hand last night to tighten the picture at the top of the championship. That little bit more. Still a little uneasy with that lone move, if I'm honest. And finally... <coughs> Sell all their tickets. Bristol City ask for their full allocation for Carrow Road on Saturday, meaning they'd better sell all their tickets. It's the Robins' big shot at proving their unbeaten run should be a real worry for the sides above them, including Norwich. Mike, well done. Top stuff. Um, I should just add uh, a quick word for the Academy products. Uh, Josh Coley, uh, Billy Johnson, Kieran Jones, Alfie Payne, Tom Scully, Anthony Spiru, Jordan Thomas and Isaac Thorvaldson, who the club announced today have all signed extended stays with the Canaries. Keep an eye on those names, of course, over the coming season or two. Uh, let's crack on then. First up, Bolton, uh, gentlemen, as a response to Preston. That was bang on, wasn't it, Mike? It couldn't have been better. Well, it could if we've got the penalty. But <laughs> apart from that, it was fantastic. And, uh, do you know, I was, I was asked by certain people what was my favourite goal. And it's rare to see four goals of that quality in the same game. It was mind-blowing. And that video that went viral, um, I forget the source of it, but, uh, what, over a million, one and a half million uh, hits... It says it all. And uh, we're no longer under the radar, Michael, <laughs> no, I'm afraid. The radar has been beeping for a while. Um, it wasn't actually next on my list um, about the goals. So we'll, we'll get that. But I mean, Sorry, it was. Reading. No, no, you're fine. No, you're fine. Because it was it's the biggest talking point. And it was the first goal that kind of did all the sharing, uh, Craig. But as, as Mike says, I mean, it was so good. It was stunning, wasn't it? I think it was Rob Butler who said it was like you you know, you were playing a game on FIFA and your mate had popped out and you carried on playing. And, you know, occasionally the players bump into you by accident. But it was, yeah, it was incredible. I think there was a stat that Moritz Leitner played the last 11 minutes and had more p successful passes than Bolton for the entire 90 as a team, wow. which is just absolutely yeah. mind-blowing. Yeah, Tribal, crazy. Had the best passing stats or more completed passes than any other Norwich player has attempted in the history of passing Football, stats. ever, <laughs> ever football. I mean, um, Neville, you've seen a lot of football in your time. As, as it was, You were there. I mean, how did it, how did it rank? Because we have to bear in mind... I think I gave Bolton a three out of ten. They're probably the worst side I've seen in a while. Yeah, but I, I thought it looked like a bit like pre-season friendly at times because um, what Norwich had seventy percent possession stats, you know, which is phenomenal for an away team. Um, and those four goals just uh, um, just summed it all up. And I thought the second one, in my opinion, was probably the best one, Stevenman's goal. But it was like a training session, and uh, I think the atmosphere was a bit flat. If I've got to say, you know, uh, two in the three. Norwich fans. Yeah, oh. yeah, it was a little bit at times. It was a bit flat. I don't know why. Just one of those things that happens, and uh, um, yeah, it was it was still a good good away day, uh, even though it was a long long drive there and back. And uh, yeah, happy days for all on uh, uh, Bristol at the weekend. Indeed, you have to enjoy these. Now, well, these are the good days. You have yeah. to have to enjoy them. Um, oh, it's interesting. I suppose a slight caveat: uh, Leeds are at home to Bolton on Saturday. So as, as poor as they were, Leeds get to tuck in uh, this weekend. Got to stop talking about Leeds. Um, <laughs> do, when do we start worrying about the penalties? Because uh, it's, it's remarkable. They have missed six of seven. Yet you could argue only two of them have really had an impact on any games. Yes, but you, you look at goal difference, Michael, and, and it's so tight. And, and, and those goals, if they'd have been scored, then you know the goals difference would be so much more, more positive. 
I, I, it's bizarre. I, I've never, I, I, like Neville, I've watched football a long time and uh, I cannot ever remember anything like this with so many penalties being missed. Um, yes, it hasn't cost us yet, but my word, it could do. It could do. I mean, I, I liked what Daniel said in the press conference up in the Northwest when we were still up there um, about, you know, I'm going to pick a, play, a player to take them now because the same player won't miss six out of seven. I mean, of course, he then picked someone who hadn't taken one, which is a slight issue. But um, I mean, who does take the next one? Craig, you up for it? Yeah, I'd love to take one. <laughs> I'm a left footer, though, and all these theories uh, about left yeah. footers being easy to read. But, you know, I took a few in, in Sunday League. Excellent. That'll missed. do it, to be honest. You know, yeah. I think, um, you know, I think, did Farker say that Kenny McLean had 15 from 15 before he took that one? So there's, there's not a lot he can do unless he wants to take it himself. You know, it's well, a great record, 15 from 15, and then he misses one. It was probably the worst of the lot as well. That might still come up. You never know. Farker takes one. Well, I did a tweet on Saturday morning. Uh, extolling the virtues of Kenny McLean and, and playing and the last line on my tweet was and he should take penalties oh, so you can imagine fault, fault, you can imagine <laughs> well exactly the pelters I got were extraordinary <laughs> and deservedly so so I took that one for the he team had a good, he had a good game but though, he Kate. did have a good game he and, and I'd stick with him if he's, if he's playing but that's another question for later on <laughs> I, would, I would stick with McLean because his record's really good the problem is they keep taking successful penalties for other clubs and in training and then putting them somewhere different when they take them from Norwich. Yeah, I'd put you on, Michael, seeing your penalties at Carrow Road for us. Five from five in career, or might be eight from eight, I can't remember. Never missed it. And they've always had a goalkeeper in. I just say, it's not like I'm just striking an open goal. Anyway, no one wants to see me take a penalty. Farker forward, though, wasn't he? He should register himself and he should take Well, this is the debate with Tamu Pukki as well, but are we not biting on that? Are we? No, leave it. Leave it. <laughs> yeah, leave it. Leave it, leave it. It's Tammy Pucky. He can he do no wrong. Them, I was surprised he <laughs> didn't, be let's be honest. Okay. <laughs> um, that said, and I think, have we got the graphic, you two? You happy? Tony's here as well, and Dan, they're both nodding away. <laughs> um, are you going to play it now? Is he, are you already doing it? This is, um, uh, you've probably seen it on Twitter as well. Uh, it could be a record season for Tammy Pucky um, because he uh, has got 23 league goals, I think it is, off the top of my head. So he's venturing into the territory of already the top eight Mm-hmm. Um, top league mm-hmm. goals campaigns uh, he's probably got a little eye on Ralph Hunt's record of 31 in a league campaign and if he keeps up this rate he might top it but it's just phenomenal isn't it when you think of where he's come from and, and I mean even, I, I, I didn't know who he was when he joined hadn't really registered his Celtic spell and we were probably all just going well, nah don't get it no completely and what an amazing surprise he's been his movement is, is just incredible he works so hard as well in that lone striker role and yeah the finishing is just cool as a cucumber yeah, I, when he signed, like everybody else around the table, I'm sure I look at, you know, you, you will look at fans' views from the clubs that he's been at and the Celtic fans weren't impressed and you're thinking, oh, what have we got here? But my word, it is so cool in front of goal. It, it's fantastic to see. But he's so vital to the team as well. It's not just his goal scoring. You know, the way he runs the channels and, and he links with Steeperman. It, it's, it's phenomenal. It really is. I can't remember which Sky pundit it was who said it, or it might even be a, I think it might even be a piece that we've got and the Pinkham coming up in the next day or two, so I won't spoil it. But th- they made the point, legend, by the way, not an Norwich legend, made the point of how uh, Timmy Pookie's sort of spells just g- gave him extra bits of his game, new, yeah. new, new uh, skills, new things he could develop, and it's now sort of put together, and Norwich are just benefiting from having this rounded striker that Phil Parkinson called best striker in the division. Because what is he, 27, 28? So he's at his peak, mm-hmm. really, isn't he? So mm-hmm. what's gone on before, yeah. like he's been learning his trade, you know, mm-hmm. the Celtic fans didn't rate him. But sometimes he plays for Norwich, and you probably don't notice him. No. He th- does a lot of work off the ball, and then all of a sudden, bang, by the end of it, he scored two goals. And that's what he's there for. Lineker, you know, what did Lineker do, you know, mm. going back? You know, but he's always in the box and banging goals in, and that's, that's what he's paid to do, and he does a damn good job about it as well. I haven't seen it, but 
do, did anybody know his conversion rate for the chances that he has to the number he scores? Because I would imagine that his scoring rate is pretty high. I, I'm, I'm, I have it, seen it actually, but I can't remember no. what it was. I was, I was looking. Oh, I'm trying. To, I was looking at something similar, and I remember thinking it was very good, but Billy Sharps was better. Right. But I might be wrong yeah. on that because I didn't make such a big deal of it. I thought, no, we'll leave that one alone. But you know, <laughs> he's good enough for us. Um, although he should have had a hat trick on Saturday, by the way. He missed his easiest chance, didn't he? Six yards out, yeah. and probably slightly behind him. Uh, let's get some of your messages, shall we? Remember, we're asking you just get in touch, say what you want uh, within reason, and um, we'd also like to know what you would say if Daniel Farker was stood right in front of you uh, now. So let's go through some of these. Let's have a look on Facebook. I'll try and read them before I actually read them out, but it's always quite difficult. For example, um, Ivan Adcock comes on with, is Michael playing snooker after? <laughs> Dan like that one. Thanks, Dan. Cheers for that. Um, question for Daniel Farker from Chris Bailey. Will a new contract be signed? Will the family join you here? How nervous are we all? Not at all. Oh. I think he'll, he'll sign a new contract. I'm certain. I, I'm, I want him to sign a new contract and ASAP, to be honest. Um, to stop any speculation. Yeah, it would help. Case of when, not if. Yeah. That's presumably confidence. I imagine it might come up tonight. Yeah, I might, could be, <laughs> just a baby, baby bingo on when the first question will be. By the way, you can follow all uh, that happens tonight's forum if you're not coming uh, down at pinkin.com. I am hanging around uh, for, that very, for that very reason. Um, Mark Parsons says he would ask Daniel Farker, why the Parker Farker? Probably because it. It's nice to say. Uh, Patrick Brister, what are the professional trainers doing? Can they not sort and train players to take penalties? A hard enough kick in the right place will beat any keeper. I must admit, we do keep just shouting from the press box. Well, I meant to say the exact words. Hit it hard. Just hit the thing. Just hit the thing. As you've got to, haven't you? The, the reaction times alone, if you hit it hard enough, you've got a chance, haven't you? That's what Billy Sharp did. Yeah, just step up and just smack it down the middle. <laughs> For me, as hard as you can, Rather you know. Sort of trickle it down the middle like again you tried <laughs> Uh, I said to somebody the other day to, to perhaps have a session with Neil Adams, um, who's linked with the club. Um, just just but, the psychology of it, but not to actually... Yeah. You, you can't replicate, can you, that 12 yards from the That's goal the I think in front of 26,000, you know. I, I'm, but, I, I imagine you've got people like, say, <coughs> Delia Smith uh, telling certain people that that should be happening. So um, maybe, maybe Neil can't coach it. I don't know. He was very good at them, wasn't he? So... Uh, Matty Hubbard asks, any news on Tim Closer contract? I don't know if you're asking me that now, Matty, or what you'd ask Daniel. Obviously, we can't ask Daniel. Uh, no, but I would imagine that's going to wait until the summer and they'll see which division Norwich are playing in, so we shall see. Uh, Jacob Seaman, we're saving all our penalties to go in, so we, if we end up in the playoffs at Wembley and it comes down to penalties, no. dot, 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 <laughs> crying emoji. Yes, crying that? emoji. That is Jacob Seaman. Jacob, no. <laughs> <laughs> and Richie's Temple says, great top nev, thumbs up. Oh, it's Darren Eady. When are you going to come on the show, Darren? Hey, you all right? All right, good to see you. Darren, Darren's hosting. Look at that. It's nice to see Darren. <laughs> we'll try and get a chat with him later. He's, he's going to the toilet, though. So, you know, do, do you want us to... We can follow Darren to the toilet, but I don't think anyone wants to see that. Uh, so there we go. Richie Temple says, great top thumbs up. So. Canary's members, uh, army guy, ex-army. He's a policeman, so... We do have to look after him. Brilliant. And Mike Williams says, tell Mike that his Yorkshire accent sounds worse than in real life. Uh, thank you, Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will speak to you later. Yeah. <laughs> You've been threatened. Um, right, more of your questions. Keep them coming in. That was on Facebook, but of course we're on Periscope and YouTube too. So, uh, you, <laughs> YouTube too, so uh, keep them coming in. So uh, Saturday was a cracking day, as we've uh, discussed. It was also one of the more straightforward. Here's how it all unfolded for us in Greater Manchester. And don't worry, there isn't a red plastic flute or petal to be seen.
honest, after beating Ipswich, um, you're on a bit of a high, so, um, that, that, so I thought I'd make the long trek up Hope for a win, but and hopefully bounce back from Wednesday, yeah. And it's another ground I haven't been to, so that's another Probably not 2-0 because we're not very good at clean sheets. Say 3-1. I'll say 2-1. I'll say 3-1, Marge. <laughs> That's the first away game I've been to for over 10 years and I'm absolutely delighted, you know. I'm, I'm sure we're going up. Automatic, I mean, because it's got to be. Uh, we don't want to go up, uh, go to Wembley and have a penalty shoot, do we? <laughs> you know, got Handy now coming back. Closer coming back. Come on! What? What, <laughs> what do you do with a new, yeah, a, a winning side? You can't really change a winning side at the minute, but it's nice to have that problem. The only thing I could criticize is that we should be even a bit more clinical and brutal and using the chance, but I can't complain too much or to, to be there with a 4-0 win, clean sheet. It's outstanding, but it was important to start on the front foot and, and to bring our best performance level today on the uh, on the pitch. I've said this for months, probably since about October, November time. Um, it's almost a question of what Norwich do in terms of this season. Norwich have it in their hands to beat most sides. If they play to their level, they will beat them. That's the level of quality they've got. And of course, uh, thanks Darren Eady by the way, he's gone off to do something important, don't know what it is. Um, you can catch all our superb Pink and Match Day coverage across all the usual social media channels, the Pinken app and Pinken.com. Um, we're going to talk about the championship picture later on, um, but we should talk about Spygate as well. Um, do any of you really care about it? Because there's so much talk about it. Anyone that fussed when the news broke on Monday? No. 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 Not really, I'm sure lots of your fans will be there. <laughs> Yeah, oh, Michael, yes. Fans, <laughs> They're not my fans. No. Hashtag LUFC, I think, was the problem. So there we go. Um, well, there we go. I think that sums up Spygate nicely. Um, uh, and uh, it is definitely tight at the top. But you know what? We're going to talk about that in a bit. Let's have a look at some of your questions on YouTube, shall we? Neil Jones, Bristol City have a powerful midfield. Does that mean we can't risk Teti and Leitner together? Historically, as a pair, they can be run over, which I would agree. But a lot of the rules from last season haven't really... Work this year? No, not really. It's, it's a difficult one. It's, it's as well, winning 4 0, it's difficult to change a team that's done so well, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and, and that's the thing. Uh, Farker, you'd imagine, will stick with Kenny regardless. Yeah, and, and Chetty won't be fit anyway. But um, it's all about our possession, I think. I really do. If we have the ball and, 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 and stop them having it, then it's irrelevant, quite frankly. 
Well said. Um, and what else have we got? Lola Mora. Would Madders have fit into this team? Would he have even fit in? Would he even play? Last season's top scorer, by the way. Nev? I don't know. That's a very, that's a very good question. I, and I've heard it put before. Um, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because everything revolved around him last mm. season. And, you know, it was it 16 goals and uh, 10 assists. I don't know what it was. I, I honestly don't know. Because we're playing some superb football with all these guys, you know. So... I wouldn't like to say. I'm not going to hazard again. I'm not going to. I'm going to sit on the fence on this one. <laughs> well done, Nev. Pete Raven will give you some stick for that one. Um, there we go. Okay. Well, keep your questions coming in, and we'll have a look on the other feeds as well: Periscope, YouTube, and of course, uh, Facebook. As you can see, it's getting quite busy in here. I hadn't appreciated there'd be quite so many people coming in. Yeah, it's good. So. Um, Lots of people ready to speak to Daniel Farker, of course, which means we better get on with this. And we're going to get on with this. Let's officially bring this work of art to the home of football. Did you already play the sting, Dan? You played the sting. Is it done? Yeah, well, that was seamless, I think. <laughs> um, it is, of course, Flip the Bird, um, the game that really deserves its own YouTube channel. Uh, last time out, which was a while ago, my esteemed colleague Paddy Davitt and Rewind Norwich City's Jamie Marison pulled out a 5-5 draw, lifting the pair of them into the warm bosom of mid-table. Uh, tonight, Nev looks to break free of said bosom, while Mike... I was quite happy with that line. While Mike and Craig make their debuts. Uh, I'm not really sure they know... Are you happy with the rules? Might, yeah, not really sure. Um, so that, there we go. Uh, in short, probably. Uh, it probably won't be in short, but it doesn't matter. 30 seconds to flip as many beer mats as possible, starting with one, uh, by the way, Mike, you know, and then build up your pile. Um, keep building up your pile and stuff. I'll commentate and do a bad job of it. Are we ready, Dang? Have you got a timer ready? Yep. You're happy? All right, then. Three, two, one, go. 30 seconds. Very fast start there from Mike. Um, add them together. Keep d d Flip the whole pile, Mike. Flip the pile, that's it. All right, yeah, you got to flip the pile, that's it. Yeah. So that pile, oh, that's it. And then you add them on and flip them. There you go, but you know, we'll start from that and we'll be fine. Because uh, we're not so fussed about the rules. Oh, a lovely catch there from Craig. Oh. Bailey by name, Bailey by nature in terms of flip the bird. Um, Nev's just sort of ticking on nicely in the background there. He's, he's looking a bit concerned though. Mike's happy, he's commentating on himself now, so he's starting to feel quite comfortable. Dan's looking at the clock. Everyone's wondering what's going on, and it is over. What a game, what a round of Flip the Bird that was. I think we can all agree. Happy days, Neville's sort of not happy. What have you got, what have you got, Neville? Five. Yeah. Five. He's equaled his total from last year, Mike. Five. Five is the informed score. Seven. Craig, you've got more than five. I've got seven. Seven wow. for my, uh, Craig. He wins the round. He wins all our adulation. What a happy day. So a five for, a five for Mike, a five for Nev, and a seven for Craig. Are you happy yeah. with that? Really happy, other than the birth of my child and getting married. This is the best day of my life. You're not the first to say it. You're not probably not the first to say it. Uh, we'll do a selfie at the end of the show. Um, but for now, let's uh, have another sting, shall we, Dan? Just checking that we're all right for time. We're all right. Dave Freezer is here. That's exciting. All, uh, all the big stars are here now. That's good. Um, it's a big night for the Norwich City Fan Social Club, it has to be said. Daniel Farker coming in. Um, the only fans forum he's done this season, um, apart from the AGM. And likewise, he did one last year, but with uh, Stuart Weber and Steve Stone, I think it was. So it's a big night. Big night for the forum uh, and for the social club, of course. Mike and Craig are both volunteers. Gents, how on earth did you get involved? How did you get involved? Um, well, I just saw an advert on Twitter for somebody that want, uh, with some web skills. And as I've worked in the web industry for a long time, and I wanted to, to get involved with the club a bit more and, and help out with a wonderful charity, I'd answered it. Had a, an interview in inverted commas with Diane and started there. Yeah, I came to the, the Steve Stone and, uh, and uh, Stuart Webber evening. 
and I was so struck by how well organised it was and I asked Diane if I could uh, join she said yeah fine but let's have an interview now I've been a senior leader in schools for, for years and this interview is as tough as any that I've ever had <laughs> and then we get all these jobs but it's absolutely brilliant the people I've met through it and I'm sure Craig will, will yeah, endorse yeah, no, it's that been, been it's, yeah. it's fantastic and the, the job they do is wonderful it really is it's, it's putting on these events but it's also the amount of money that they've raised for the oh, Community Sports Foundation because I think Diane said it's certainly high five figures isn't it huge yeah. Amount. Yeah, it's going to be announced at one of the one of the yeah. home games later on in the season. Yeah. But yes, it's a really good figure. Yeah. Yeah. The Sheffield really Wednesday home game. Look out for it. Yeah, okay. well, yeah absolutely. <laughs> and, and these these are quite important, aren't they? I think the club have they've gone through different phases, different leadership. It's been difficult at times, but obviously easier at sometimes. It's quite easy when everything's going so well on the pitch, of course. But these are yeah. really important moments for the fans. You know, they, they don't always listen when we sit there quizzing Daniel Farker every week and they no. want to do it themselves. Well, a couple of meetings ago, Ben Kelsall came to the meeting and he was, he was fantastic, wasn't he? And, yeah, and he said, really look, anything happen, you want so. to happen. And, and it was his suggestion, actually, that we have Daniel Farker because we're going to have a player, actually. Uh, and he said, no, let's try and get Daniel. Come on. You know, brilliant. Well, speaking of Ben Kensel, he might be on the Pinkin Show next week. So um, keep that one to yourselves until I you know, say it later on tonight. Uh, brilliant. So, well, well done, guys, for putting in the time and effort. It's brilliant. And it's obviously without you guys, it wouldn't happen. So there we go. You love these events, don't you, Neville? Yeah, I always come, try to come along. I think the last one, I, uh, the quiz, I couldn't make it. It wasn't very well, but all the rest I've been to. And, you know, Diane and the team do a great job and raise a lot of money for CSF. So hat, hats off to them and uh, fair play. Yeah, do a great job. Is that why you lost? Did your team, did you still have a team no, that lost? The quiz. Of course, you know, didn't put a team. I was joined in with uh, I don't know who it was, but uh, no. So we're we're champions of the uh, on the buzzer quiz. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we were, we've all been there, so that's fine. Uh, right, it's uh, time for the Norwich City notice board as time rattles away. Um, this is a happy man. This is congratulations to Marco Karkinen. I hope I said that right, Marco. I'm just sort of trying to channel Raikkonen, um, who won the recent book competition set by City author extraordinaire Ed Cousins Lake on the Pink and Show last month. He, Marco opted for a signed copy of Norwich City in the 90s, and uh, Marco actually wrote us a lovely email um, explaining that he'd been a Norwich City fan since the first Premier League season in 1992. He lives in Finland, he's Finnish. Um, his favourite players were Gunn, uh, Brian Gunn, Jeremy Goss, Rul Fox and Chris Sutton. <laughs> Claim that too. Um, and he wrote, I was thrilled already when Finnish player Jonathan Johansson joined the Canaries on loan and was a bit disappointed when Jussi Jaskalainen didn't join Norwich after his trial. Uh, this season has been very special with Temu Puki making me so proud. I've been interested in his career since teenage years because he was touted as a very great talent here in Finland. I hope he'll score in the Premier League next season and make all the critics silent like Grant Holt did. My heart bleeds yellow and green and I bleed yellow and green forever. The last 10 years I've planned to visit Carrow Road but it hasn't materialised yet. I'll do my best to see my favourite team on the spot. Marco, we really hope that does happen and uh, let us know if there's anything uh, any of us can do. Uh, obviously apart from pay because uh, we haven't got any budget um, but you know Dan bought me a uh, juice but if you do manage to make the trip brilliant Marco let us know and keep in touch please uh, Norwich are huge in Finland I think we can all agree yes. with that can't we yeah. um, and also next up um, this is a little flag up we have started the definitive map of Norwich City's worldwide supporters if uh, uh, you can add your group or even just yourself we've decided one person can be a group uh, simply email your details to thepinken at archant.co.uk 
Uh, and if there are any other tweets, stories, events or groups of a Canary's nature that you want to flag up here on the Pink and Show uh, and our Norwich City Notice Board, then let us know via all the usual social media channels. Or, of course, uh, once again, you can send an email to the usual address. So let's have a look at the championship picture, shall we? Keep your messages coming in, by the way. We'll get back to those in a bit. Ready, Dan? Let's have a look at how it looks. Uh, the FA Cup curtailed the weekend's fixtures with Norwich and Sheffield United taking full advantage while West Brom took a perfect six points, including their game in hand last night. Derby host Millwall this evening. So there was little change at the bottom, but the rest of the month could really open up the gap to the bottom four. As for the top, Norwich are back on the summit, but the Blades and West Brom are on their coattails. It is starting to look like only the top nine have a realistic chance of extending their season. So this weekend sees a cracker at Carrow Road and second v fourth at the Hawthorns in the evening. Leeds really should only expect victory at home to Bolton while Ipswich head to Wigan and an important Midlands derby awaits on Monday night. And midweek should be interesting too because Leeds and Bristol City both play their games in hand on the Tuesday and come Friday Leeds are back in action again at home to West Brom as they kick off the weekend's fixtures on Sky Sports. For the record, Norwich head to Millwall on the Saturday. I mean, if you were a neutral, you'd be looking forward to this, wouldn't you? Because that, that top of that table is set up beautifully. Simon, I don't know if you heard, but Simon Jordan, the, the ex-chairman of uh, Palace, was talking about how the EFL should really start to look at getting more televis uh, television money because the product is fantastic. He said it's the second best supported league in, 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 in Europe. And... We don't want to go the whole hog in terms of money ruining the game and so on. I'm not talking about that. But I, I get his point. It's unbelievable. I mean, the product is unbelievable. You look at all the close finishes and the, the late finishes. There is probably an argument for a Premier League 2 based on that in the same. And all these teams are really chasing for it. That's virtually what it is. But the disparity with money, you know, I think it's, it's three quarters of a million each for the Premier League teams. Whereas in the Championship, the home team gets 100,000. I think it's about 10,000 for the away team, you know. And it's just that the money, you know, and like you say, the product is fantastic. You know, apart from, all right, Wolves last season ran away with it. But this season, but this is, you, you know, know, pick one from four really for the top yeah. two, isn't it, in my yeah. opinion, anyway. Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a good uh, product. And, yeah, you're right. They should product, uh, market it better, I think. I mean, uh, in entirely unrelated news, I'm sure uh, Sean Harvey has uh, resigned as uh, chief exec of the EFL. Sure, given the TV deal. Um, Craig, um, uh, it's going to be an interesting week for Leeds at Norwich. A lot's being made of the games they've got still to play because they haven't yeah. got necessarily to play the other teams and they've got to play each other as West Brom will testify over the next coming week. Are Norwich best placed out of them all? Do you know what? I think they are, but I think our march is tougher than a lot of people are giving it credit for. There's a lot of away games and I know our away record has been incredible, but I think March might be tough, but I think April looks really really good for us so I'm thinking there'll be a few twists and turns yet to come we may drop out of the top two but I feel pretty confident we'll be back in it come come April mid-April time interesting what happens when or if Norwich do drop out of the top three properly and I don't mean like just by not playing or by other inters just because psychologically that's quite a thing and likewise as it will be for Leeds um, so we will see um, Andrew Poulton says get Darren Eady on well I, I do keep trying I can assure you but he works in Ipswich now so you know that's, uh, that's the price he's paying. Yeah, don't shout it, don't shout it. Um, 
Uh, what else have we got here? Lucy5, so annoyed I can't be there to listen to Daniel Farker tonight. Someone please ask him what he thinks of Coop and Duck's Daniel Farker rap. That is a great question, Lucy. That may well come up. If you want to follow the forum, pinkin.com uh, tonight will um, keep you up to date with all that. That's on uh, YouTube. Thank you so much for all your messages. Let's have a quick look on Facebook, if I can pull it off. Uh, Lee Clark, go forces to Canaries. Four thumbs up for you there, Nev. He's happy with that. The chairman's happy with that. Ian Barrett, can you ask Darren Eady to take the penalties from now on? Uh, again, that might well come up. Look at how busy it is now. And also, this is the queue for the bar, by the way, um, not for Daniel. So, I've known it for one of yeah. these yeah. events. It is. Yeah. It's, it's going to be. Yeah. I'm not going to get a seat. And you two are going to have to go to help out with all this stuff in a bit. So, um, uh, Diane will come over and, and not be happy. Um, <laughs> uh, the other thing we should touch on as well, um, in in terms of how the other sides are doing, of course, Kimar Ruth looks like he's going to be out for. Well, most of the rest of the season. Leeds haven't exactly said when he's going to come back. I think Phil Hayes suggested he might be back before the end of the season. But, uh, I mean, that's a blow. Just like it would be if Norwich lost to Timu, which we don't even think about. I think he's decent. I really do. And, and uh, it's a big loss for them, without a doubt. I'm sure it's not all going Norwich way. Um, right, Bristol City preview. Let's get stuck into that, shall we? It is Bristol City next. Seven successive wins. Unbeaten in 13. They were quite unlucky in the FA Cup against Wolves as, as well. But are they the real deal, Craig? Or are they just these flashes in the pan? I don't know. I think they're a good side. I think we were lucky to get a draw out of it at their place. I think um, everyone felt like that. But um, I think both teams will score tomorrow. They're a good side. I can't see us keeping a clean sheet against them, but I'm just hoping we can outscore them, basically. <laughs> Goes for most weeks. They've got some very good players. Josh Brownhill, Callum O'Dowda, Marlon Pack, and players like that. And Lee Johnson's done actually a really good job to keep them ticking over because he's lost a lot of players as well, hasn't he, Neil? Yeah, he has. But was it the 15 unbeaten, is it, or something like that? 13, is it? Oh, I read to some 15. But yeah, I think I'm usually. I think it's going to be a very tough game, but I still think we're going to. We got enough if we play like we have been recently. Um, even against Preston the other uh, the other in midweek, we had more to play in that second half, didn't mm. we? You know, yeah. You were, yeah. So you know, yeah. and we we lost it. Yeah. But I just think we'll have if we you know stick to our game plan. Um, I think we'll have too much for them. You know, I'm not saying they're not a good team. You know, they're there. With, well, they're sixth in the league, aren't they? Fifth. Yeah, yeah. Fifth. Well, no, they might be sixth now because I think Borough went above them. But I mean, how important is it the Norwich win? I mean, we're kind of tempted to say oh, we could probably take a draw, but actually, I'd take uh, seven wins and three draws, and I think that'll be enough. Eighty-seven points will be second for me. That's my personal but, opinion. But I'm on nine wins out of thirteen. That's my. Yeah. I, I think a win on Saturday though would would, uh, would push Bristol back even further, which I think is very important. So that, that gap between us and them will be even wider uh, I think it's really important we win I think it'll be a real message to the rest of the league another one <laughs> I think if Bristol City win it, it, it puts the pressure on Norwich achieving what they want to maybe more than, than Bristol City getting there so um, we always like to ask the guys who they pick as their 11 um, we only asked you this week Neville because it's quite well I say it's relatively straightforward maybe it's not but here's the 11 you've gone for pick out the I guess the highlight really is midfield isn't it yeah midfield would like to coming back in and that was a very tough decision to drop um, McLean because I thought he did very well mm. on, on and that ball he put in for Buendia's goal was fantastic at the end of that great move but I think uh, Tribal you can't take him out nope. and Lightner came on and that like uh, Craig said earlier he, he was only on for 10 minutes and he had more passes than you know any other Bolton player so I just feel that he'll probably go with Steve you know you can't any of the rest of them you know Lewis Aarons and Zimmerman and Godfrey still doing a great job yeah. you know and yeah so Puki, I think you can leave him in can't you <laughs> uh, so yeah to me the, the team picks itself you know so. Mike who would you go with then let's well, distill it to Lightner or I, I mean I, I nail my 
colours to the McLean masks on Saturday, and I'll stick with that. I'll stick with that. What, instead of lightning? Even though it didn't go very well. <laughs> <laughs> well, apart from the penalty. <laughs> so what do you put in there instead of lightning? Yeah, possibly, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, but what a shout. I mean, yeah. you oh, know, yeah. that could be it's a, a nice question. Decision, yeah. tough decision. But it is. Yeah. It is, I mean, yeah. obviously. Um, yeah. But I would start with McLean. Craig? I think it's a really tough call. Leitner's probably my favourite yeah, exactly. of the entire squad. I think he's an incredible player. I think he bossed the whole, you know, was running our team from when he was fit. But McLean came in and did really well. I think I think Farker will stick with him, if I'm honest. And I think I probably would too, just because he's still coming back. Don't want to risk it getting injured, but what, what a great problem to have. You imagine Vrancic coming back into that mix, and you've got three incredible players for that role. Mario's not too far away either. I mean, at least if you start McLean, and it's not maybe going well. You've got Liner to come on, haven't you? What a brilliant position to be in. Okay, um, so final question for Bristol City. I want a key man, which maybe we've just talked about, and predictions for Saturday. Three o'clock kickoff at Carroll Road. There's not many of those left, I don't think, either. So, um, Neville, I'll start with you. Key man and prediction. Um, as I put out to our uh, members uh, in an email today, I'm going for 2-1. Um, but I didn't say key man, but Pookie for me, as usual. Mm-hmm. I went for 2-1. Uh, but I will go for somebody slightly different from Neville. Um, Steeperman for me. What a season Marco's had. He has been great, but I'm going to get three different key men now. So yes, I'm going to go for Buendia just because yes. I think that magic he has just might do something special. And I think it'll be 3 2 and we'll concede first. <laughs> just a normal run of the mill game at Carrow Road. Three key men. Let's hope Bristol City have the same kind of problem as well. Uh, right, that is it for this week's Pink and Show. I know Diane is getting a bit twitchy beside me, so she'll be delighted with that news. Um, I'm only four minutes over, Diane. Um, live from Carrow Road, of course, we are. Um, if you are coming along to Daniel Farker's Fans Forum, then make sure uh, you enjoy it and, of course, ask your questions. Uh, remember, you can catch up with tonight's show and all our superb Norwich City coverage on all our platforms, including the Pink and app. Uh, but first and foremost, Pink and Dot com. Um, Mike and Craig, I'm going to let you go now because I, I think I think you're needed, and we'll get, I don't we'll want time to wait. So thank you so much, Craig. Yeah, absolutely, top Absolute man, Mike. Pleasure. Thank we'll you very much. You. Get these two back Cheers, on the show, Nev. most definitely, uh, at some point in the future. Cheers, there we go. It's just me and you, Nev. Come on, come on, Nev. Come on, come on. Sit here for my final link. We're going to drag it out. We'll make we'll make Dan some work. Yeah, yeah. We'll make we'll make uh, we'll make Dan and Tony work. There we go. Beautiful boys. Well done. Uh, so as I was saying, I will be at Carrow Road on Saturday as usual alongside Paddy Davitt and producer Tony, as I'm now nicknaming him. Uh, so uh, check out our big uh, build-up team news, live coverage behind the scenes, of course, reaction and analysis. And if you see any of us around, then please say hello. Uh, next week, now we are on the road again, live on Wednesday at 6 p.m. from the Nest with a Canaries Trust special panel that will include Norwich City Chief Operating Officer Ben Kensel. So, any Norwich City questions, he is indeed, um, that you want answering desperately or not so desperately, uh, make sure you watch next week's show live, or you can send us an email to the usual address beforehand, and we'll make sure we put the best of those questions to Ben and the rest of the uh, panel. So it's going to be a cracking show next week. Do not miss it next Wednesday, 6 p.m. That's for then. For now, a big thank you to, of course, our guests tonight, to Craig, to uh, Mike, and of course, to Neville. Thanks, Nev. Cheers, Mike. Um, Brilliant. And of course, to the Norwich City Fan Social Club for letting us uh, disrupt their evening, which I I feel like we have officially done. (laughs) 